father at the store was called Suspended. It belonged to a now-forgotten genre known as text-based adventures. It was made by a company called Infocom, which had practically invented the genre with their 1978 game Zork. The front of the box had a picture. On the back of the box were words. A robot who hears but cannot see. You are suspended. Physically immobilized, frozen but alive. Twenty miles beneath the surface of an automated planet. Three computers, supposedly perfect and fail-safe, control the entire planet's weather, transportation, and food production. You are linked to the computer system in case of an emergency. In case, for some unthinkable, unimaginable reason, the computers malfunction. A robot who sees but cannot wander. Should the impossible happen, should something go wrong, you must fix the computers as quickly as possible, since people will be dying, victims of a utopia-turned-nightmare, unless you do. A robot who feels but cannot hear. You cannot move. You have six robots at your disposal to do your work for you. Highly specialized, programmed robots, all obedient, all helpful, all individualized. You will have to manipulate them in and around an underground complex where the computers are controlled. You will address and work them separately and jointly, and they will report back to you with their progress and perceptions. Think logically. Act decisively. This description mesmerized me. I read it through four times. Then I turned the box over to examine the picture on the front. A man's large blue face, his eyes closed. Suspended, I thought. How old are you, son? I jumped a little. It was a clerk, staring down at me through wire-rimmed glasses. Um, seven, I stammered. He shook his head. This game is designed for older players, he said, ages sixteen and up. He took the box from me and replaced it on the shelf. There's some games you might like over in the next aisle, he said. Fun games. I turned where he pointed and walked away, dazed. Sixteen? I did the math in my head. From seven to sixteen is... nine? Nine years until I would be sixteen. I couldn't wait nine years. I stopped. The aisle was piled with brightly colored boxes. I looked at them. Games about mazes. Baseball. There was even a box with Big Bird on the cover. No way. I turned around, leaned past a shelf piled with computer manuals to scan the aisle I just left. The clerk had his back to me, talking to another customer. I inched back toward the suspended boxes. What if I got it anyway? I looked over my shoulder, suddenly worried that my father was watching. But he was at the counter chatting with the cashier. So what if I play it nine years early, I thought. It's a game. How could it be dangerous? I'm going to get it, I decided. I crept up and snatched the box from the shelf and walked as quickly as my legs would carry me to the counter. Hurry, I thought, looking back for the bad clerk. 
My father glanced at the box, nodded. I gave it to the cashier so he could ring it up. The cashier looked at me, but he didn't say anything. My father had the radio on as we drove back from the store. President Reagan was on it. He was talking about Iran. He said that the best gift human beings could give to the future was an error-free world. We will not stand for error, Reagan intoned. Eliminate error, my father whispered to himself. No more error, I thought. Outside the car windows, the giant summer daisies turned slowly on their stems. The road beneath us vibrated like an eyeless, earless, noseless robot. Deep summer blue above, the color of swarming airplanes. Everything is about to change, I thought.